Amen. Man, God's doing some crazy cool stuff. I don't know if if you missed Wednesday night, dear Lord. Place was jammed. But you know what's really cool is, is God showed up and he's changing lives. And but I just thought it was really I thought it was really awesome. They had a hundred kids across the hall. One, one, of the, uh, one, one of the guys showed me a video that he took through the window during their worship time, and here's his son, and, and uh, uh, how old is David? Um, Shelby, stop texting and answer me. Six. Uh, he's, he's six, and uh, uh, he's in there, and he has his hands up. And, and, you know, and, and then he's down on his knees, and he's just worshiping away. And I'm telling you what. It's awesome. And, uh, uh, you know, stuff like that makes things that, you, you know, because sometimes things that don't matter begin to matter. It's just to distract you from what really does matter. And, 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 and it's like, hey, stuff like that, it, what, what, you know, well, the ice cream was green. Oh, who cares? You know, it was, by the way, it was supposed to be. Just want to share that. It was supposed to be green. I actually had somebody ask me if it was okay. Yeah. You probably shouldn't eat it, though. It's for the kids. But anyways, God's doing great, great, great things. Amen? Amen. And just, just, just be aware of that. Be celebrating that. Be, 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 be knowing. You know, remember, we've been talking about things we know. And know that God is at work in you, right? What is that, Philippians 2.13? It is God who is at work in you, giving you both the passion and the power to do the things that please him. God's at work in you. God's at work in us. God, God, is, God is orchestrating situations to cause you to have a collision with his purpose, with his will, right? And we're learning how to love God right? Just learning how to love God. And, and, and if you want to love God more, all you got to do is seek him more because he said, if you'll seek me, you're going to find me. And when you find me, when you want me more than anything else, and when you get serious about seeking me, he said, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. And I'm going to just tell you that the way to love God more is just look for him more. You begin to recognize where he's working and you didn't see it before and you and just, you know, man, there's just something about, if you woke up, you know, and, and you find somebody out mowing your, your lawn, you begin to appreciate them more than you did before. You know, and then you see them washing the car, and then you see them filling it up with gas, and then you see them, you know, and, and the, more, the more you recognize their activity in their life, the more, you just can't help but love them. And we're talking about God. He has that work in you. And so we got to learn to just love God and live called. Man, you, you, you know, you're a soldier, you know, this, this isn't a, a, a cruise liner. It's a battleship. And, and you know, and you got to man your stations. You got to go to war. You got to fight. And, and I know sometimes we, I don't want to fight. It doesn't matter because you have an enemy who's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to kill you. And, and you got to, you know, you got to man up. You got to gear up. You got to get your boots on. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we got to take the floaties off and kind of head towards the deeper end of the pool. You know, don't be one of them. Don't be one of those weekend warriors. Shows up at church and sings a few songs and, and, and just wanders through life w- without understanding that there's something really awesome going on. You know, I've spent my entire life in church. I mean, literally, the entire thing. Even when I wasn't serving God, I was in church almost every day, sometimes twice a day. Because we had a tent, we traveled with the tent, and we had two-a-days. 
And then, then I decided to separate myself from our family, you know, because I'm going to get out there and get on my own. Because, you know, my, my family was odd. We didn't even have a normal childhood. And I, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out there and, and you know, and, and just check out the world. And so I traveled all over the country with gospel music groups. You know, e- even, even when I wasn't serving God, I was in church a lot. And I noticed something in church that really, there, there's a couple, that, you know, there's, there's, it's really interesting to me because church people, there's all kinds of uh, 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 similarities, but yet there's, there's these great extremes, these great extremes. And, and, and uh, uh, there's a group of people that, you know, church is all about, uh, you, you know, the environment and, and, and they, you know, the, you know they, it's just about a feeling and, and it's, about, it's about aesthetics and and it just is comforting to them. And, and uh, uh, e- even when it comes to talking to God, you know, it's, it's kind of like for them, for them talking to God is kind of like going to see, you know, a, a, a counselor and they just pour out their hearts, you know, and, and, and it's going to make them feel better. They're going to talk to God. And they have no intention. They, they have no, they have, it's never even crossed their mind that God might actually talk to them. They just, they just talking to God, just talking to God, just telling him everything, you know, just pouring it all out. They've never really heard God speak, and they never really wondered if you even would. And then, then the other extreme, and there's people that God tells them everything. Where to park? You know, what kind of pizza to order? You know, uh, is it the movies, and God told me to get extra butter on the popcorn, so I got some extra butter on the popcorn. You know, and, and, and really, uh, you know, somewhere... Somewhere between the extreme of insane silence and, and, and kind of diarrhea of the mouth. It, it, somewhere in the middle, there, there's a balanced place where we need to learn, you know, hey, if I'm going to love God and I'm going to live called, if I'm going to pursue his will, I got to hear him. You know, I got to hear him, right? Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing the word of God. God needs the ability to, to speak into my life. And, you know, who was it? Ezekiel that said it's a still small voice. You know, Hebrews talks about a set of senses that we have that aren't, that aren't physical. And, and it says that they are, they are exercised by reason of use. That The more you use them, the better they become and, and the more effective they become. But a lot of us, a lot of believers today, you know, they haven't exercised any of that stuff. And, and, you know, hearing God, you know, I'm afraid of people that hear from God. I'm afraid of people who don't. You know, the the deal is is that God wants to direct your steps. And and, and he wants to be able to say little things to you like, don't go in there. Better don't do that. Don't do that right now. Well, I did it last week. Yeah, but right now it ain't going to work. Come on, don't do that. And he needs the ability to speak to us, but we need the ability to hear him. Hello, somebody. You know, and, and, uh, uh, and I, I've been, you know, I've just been, you know, man, God, he's just been doing, I don't know about you, but man, the last few weeks have just been, you know, for me, it's been like, oh my gosh, he's, he's leading us, and, and, and uh, I'm excited about where we're at. I want to read you a little story in Genesis chapter 22. A lot of you are going to recognize it, starting at verse 1, and, and uh, we'll just read it from the, from the King James Version, okay? It came to pass out of these things that God did tempt Abraham, and I know already right there that kind of messes you up. Okay, uh, God, the, yeah, but James said, let no one say that he's tempted. If he, when he's tempted, let him, no man say that he's tempted to God, for God tempted no man, neither can he. And, and this is a test, okay? This is a test, a little bit different from, from evil temptation. The enemy, when he tempts you, he's trying to bring out the worst. When God is testing you, he's bringing out your best. Okay, and, and so God's going to test 
test Abraham. And he said to him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I'm going to, I'll tell you about it later. And verse 3, he said, Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went into the place which God had told him. And uh, on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and he saw the place afar off. He, he, he's, you know, man, three days and looks up and boom, there it is. Verse 5, it says that Abraham said to his young men, Abide ye here with the ass. Uh, I and the lad, we go yonder to worship and we'll come back to you again. And one more verse, uh, Abraham took the wood and the burnt offering, laid it on Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and the knife and they went both of them together. You know, uh, here's the thing, is that God's going to teach Abraham an amazing lesson. And, uh, and, and it's all about hearing God. And, and you know, Revelations 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I'm coming in. You, you realize that you're on the threshold of God's participation in your situation. That all you have to do is hear his voice. Just hear his voice. Behold, that's a cool word. Uh, the, the word behold means to stop, focus, and see this correctly. And it's like God's just saying, hold on a minute. Now really focus and see this. I'm at the door. I'm right at the threshold. And if you can hear my voice, and open the door. Well, how do, I, how do I open the door? You do what he's saying. Hello? You, you, you just do what he says. And, and if any man hear my voice, I'm going to come in. I'm going to sup with him and he with me. We're going we're gonna to have some insane fellowship. You know, I'm telling you, God wants to talk to you. Amos 3.3 3 says, how can two walk together except they be agreed? How, how can you agree with somebody if you don't know what they said? How do I get into agreement with, with Shelby or with Todd or, you know, with anybody if, if I don't listen to them? You know, we, we have to have the ability to hear God. Look at somebody and tell them God wants to talk to you. You know, he's, he's, our, uh, he's our navigational system. Huh? You, you know, mine, mine in, in my car... It's, uh, I like it because, uh, you know, I don't have to remember where anything's at. I just plug in the stuff and follow directions. And mine will say to me, you're going the wrong way. And I look at the screen, it says recalculate. And it'll come on and say, in 600 feet, make a U-turn. And some of us need that with God. Hey, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. You, you know, in about 600 feet, you might want to turn this thing around. But, but how, do, how does he talk to us when the first thing we reach for is a smartphone? Or, or, or the first thing we do is call up a bunch of friends. Or we start listening to, you know, we got so many other voices in our world, so many other voices that he has to compete with. And God's like saying, turn that stuff off I want to talk to you. 
I want to talk to you. I can navigate you through this situation in your life. I can get you off this crazy road you're on if you can hear what the Spirit is saying. Man, if you, if you can hear me, I can help you. Hello? You think about it. If you could hear God, you wouldn't have to be afraid of nothing. You wouldn't have to worry about nobody. No situation would ever cause you to be agitated. No circumstance would ever give you a second thought. Why? Because I'm hearing God. I can hear God. And, 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 and you, Well, after all, isn't it God who said, if God be for you, who? <laughs> I think you ought to say that one time. Just say, who? Oh, that's about four of you. Okay, we'll do it together on three. One, two, three. You got to get, you know what? You need to get a bodacious faith. It's like, God is for me. Who do you think you are? And I'm telling you, bodacious faith will come, well, from a bodacious word. You know, your faith will be strengthened because it's not just, it's not just the word of God now. Now it's the word from God. And it's reverberating in my spirit. And, and, and I know that I know that I know that God's talking. And when God's talking, faith is growing. When faith is growing, confidence is on the increase. And when confidence is on the increase, good Lord. This is the confidence that we have in him if we ask anything according to his will. We know that he hears us, and if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. You become unstinking stoppable because you're hearing God. Man, God wants to talk to you, and you want to hear God. I said, you want to hear God. Now, check it out. Abraham is God's friend, and so God shows up, and he says, hey, buddy, uh, let's take a field trip. Uh, take now thine son. Don't you love that language? Take now thine son, thine only son, the son whom you love. And it's like a, it's, it, there's, it would, it's hard to preach out of Genesis 22 and not go a lot of different places. Am I telling the truth? Spe you know, because, and I'm going to try to not go to too many places. But God's talking to him and he said, you, you know, let's, let's go on a little field trip and, and I'll tell you what let's do. You, let's pack everything up, get it all ready, and let's go to, and the place, I'll tell you along the way. Now, now, let's just get this straight, that if you're super into details, you're, you're going to probably struggle with your conversations with God. Hello? Because uh, God don't give a lot of details. I just need some facts. Well, you know, if you get too many facts, then you don't have too much faith. If you get too many facts, you have too little faith. And, and, I, and I know we struggle with it because, you know, nobody likes, no, nobody likes, like, you know, I grew up, uh, we were country people, okay? We're country people. And sometimes you'd stop and get directions from somebody, and they're flat out odd. Well, go on down yonder a piece. What's a piece? You're going to get down there, and there's a barn. Not the one with two chickens, the one with one goat. You can hang right down there at the one goat barn. You know, dude, I, I like specific. I'm a bottom line guy. And, and I like go th down three lights. There's going to be a Walmart and a Taco Bell. 
turn between those. I like that, okay? But God, he's not, he's not interested in your need for details. He, 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 he's like, man, grab, grab your little promise. You know, he, he's been waiting for a kid forever. He gets him, and he's growing up, and he's like on the edge of future now. And he said, now grab your promise and start walking. And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of show you where we're going as we go. And, and, and you, you want to talk about a paradigm shift because, uh, he, you know, he, he's, like, he's, he's like used to details. You know, because he lives with Sarah. And as much as men kind of like details, women love them. Okay? And, and you all know I'm talking about, I work with women in the office. And I'll say something like, do we have toner? And they'll say, well, by the way, Jerry, the UPS driver came by. And I got to talking about Jerry, and did you know that his cousin, Louise, his, his cousin's Louise, and, and I don't know if you've met her yet, or if you've ever even seen her, but she's kind of related to Henry. And, and, and Henry and Louise have, have been working on this thing, and, and they, they, they were over, and I, I didn't ask for any of that. I'm just like, look, toner. Hello, somebody. It's not how God operates, though. I mean, it's just not how he operates. We're going we're gonna to go to a place. I will tell you. Where's it at? Start walking. Well, I kind of need to know. No, you just need to go. Yeah, but what am I going to tell her? Can you imagine that conversation? <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to take our son, the one that you waited your entire life to give birth to. I mean, remember, you were past wrinkly when you had him. <laughs> and I'm going to pack him up and take him someplace. Where? Don't know. But you might want to say goodbye. Hello? You know, you got a, just enough info here to make it scary. Anytime you receive an important assignment. You got to remember this. That God isn't simply interested in the destination. He's going to be using the journey to train your ear to hear him, but not just to hear him, but to hear him under pressure. Now he's going to train you to hear him under pressure. You know, isn't it funny that we're always praying about where it is we're trying to go. But if you think about it, just, just think about it. Think about all the stuff you learned when you were trying to get there. The, the destination really isn't the, the, the whole deal. It, it's the journey. And, and, and he's using this as a test to train your ear to hear his voice under pressure. A lot of you guys are in, in insane situations right now, and, and you're all worried about, about the outcome, but what you need to understand is he's just using this to train you to hear him even under pressure. And you, you know, you're screaming, how are we going to get through this? He's just going to talk to you. How are we going to pay for that? He's just going to talk to you. How are we going to handle it? He's just going to talk to you. And, and he's just saying, just walk with me. Just walk with me. And you know what? When you get to where we're going, provision's going to be there. You ain't got to worry about it. You'll have provision to take the next step. But what I want you to do right now, just take another step. And step by step 
by step, by step, by step. Hey, you're about ready to take another step. You're just about ready to take another step. If you have this courage to step into the unknown, God has the power to perform the impossible. You just got to have the courage to take a step. Think about it. Abe's leading. He, he's leading. He's a leader. He's leading his son. He's got his servants. And, and, you know, he gets everything packed. And he gets new chrome fishtails on his new shiny custom ass. And, and they're heading out. And, and uh, 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 that's a Harley. And, and, uh, uh, and, and we're going out. And we're, we're, we're going. And all the way along the journey, there's people asking him questions that he can't answer. Oh, boy. It's Saturday night. This is kind of weird as a leader. People always think that the leader ought to know everything. Where are we going? What's five-year plan? What's 10-year strategy? I don't know. We're just taking steps. You know, I, I mean, you know, it, wasn't it kind of weird, you know, just a couple of years ago when we, you know, I just wandering down the sidewalk fasting and praying at, at uh, you know, give us that pat, you know, give us a patio like that. And God's like, don't ask me for a patio. Ask me for the building. Okie dokie. You know, 45 minutes later, we're in here and we're moving in. And people are like, what's the, how'd you have this dream? I didn't have no dream. Is this really what you've been dreaming about? No. Man, I've been dreaming about white sand and umbrellas coming up out of a glass. That's what I'm dreaming about. I'm just trying to walk. You know, some of us, <laughs> you know, we, we got our five-year plan, our 10-year plan. You ever want to hear God laugh? <laughs> Tell him your plan. You just be a spiritual comedian. Just step up there and tell God your plan. He declared the end at the beginning. He declared the end before you ever got started. He knows where he's taking you, and he knows what he's taking you through. And he's just training you to hear him so that you wind up where he needs you, when he needs you, doing what he needs you to do. And, and, and you know, you're, you're, you can do your plans, but isn't it funny? The Bible says that man plant makes his plans, but God directs his steps. And when God's directing your steps, sometimes he walks you right out of your plan. Why? Because his strategy, his purpose supersedes your silly little plan. Man, well, yeah, but if God was in this thing, it would be working out. Not necessarily. Because it ain't about what you think it's about. It's about you learning to hear him. And you being willing to obey him. Hey, Dad, where are we going? Not a clue. I'm just learning to listen. I hate to tell you this, guys, but that's all I'm doing is I try to lead this house. I'm just trying to learn how to listen. Just, just learning how to listen. Think we ought to be doing that? I don't know. You, you know, e even when it comes down to song selection, I get about 17 requests a week. We should do this song. You should have you listened to this song. You, you know, people see me, send me links to stuff. That somebody else is singing in their car while they're driving on the freeway. It's horrible. 
And I had a combo with one of the guys because he, he thinks that we're doing this good, good father because he recommended it. We're not. Matter of fact, every time he brought it up, it went back to the bottom of the list. Why? Because I don't want to sing what you want. I want us to sing what he wants. You know, and, and, and when I, hey, I'm just telling you how I work. You know, so, sometimes you might think, this is what we should do. You ought to tell God to tell me. Because when you show up and say, here's what I'm thinking, I'm going, let's move that down, back down there. Because it, it's just been my experience that every time I've done something that somebody else said we should do, it ends up not as good as doing what God says to do. You know, and, and here's the deal. You know, Abraham had to look at his boy, and, and, and he had to tell him, here's what God's told me. He told me to walk, that he would talk. You walk, and I'll talk. You walk. That, that's kind of what I'm here tonight to tell you. You walk, he'll talk. He'll talk. He'll talk. Stop asking for details. Start taking steps. Just keep moving yourself. You know, just, just keep, keep letting him direct your steps. If he directs your step, just take the step. And uh, you, you know something about my navigation system in the car? You, guess what it doesn't do? It doesn't give me three turns in advance. Travel down this road for 137 miles. You know what I wish it would do? Dude, you are doing great. <laughs> come on down, come on down the road. You know, that's, that's what I wish it would do. It don't do it. And sometimes, you know, we, we're kind of expecting something and it ain't coming. And, and you, have to, you have to develop the ability to endure the silence of walking out your faith. Because God doesn't speak to your insecurities. He speaks at pivotal moments in your journey. You'll hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk you in it. When you turn to the left or the right. And sometimes he just hasn't said anything a long time. Why? Well, why should he tell you the next turn when you haven't taken the last one? I'm sure this is just for the Sunday morning people. Abe's walking, leading, listening, and a little freaking. And it's like God's reminded him, hey, this is the gym membership I got you for Christmas. We're working out, we're, we're, we're working out these things, man. You, ha you have another set of senses, and you're, you're, learning, you're, you're, you're learning how to develop that ear. And, and I kind of meant for you to be uncertain. And, and, and I kind of have le led you away from all these other voices. So I can just get you out of here. Get you by yourself. I finally got you by yourself. Where you can hear me. See, they weren't really the ones paying your bills. It was me. They weren't really the ones that had your back. It was me. They weren't the ones that were giving you all that support. It was me. See, you, you look at the people who have done great things, but see, I directed their steps too. You got to get this. That it was me, and I haven't left you. But I need you to learn to 
Hear me. Hmm. Three days off. Boom. There it is. You know, think about it. I'll know it when I see it. I'll know it when I see it. I think, I, I think the gals get this better than the guys. You know, because they'll, they'll walk into a store, and, and the, the lady comes in. It was, uh, it was hard on me the other day. I ended up with Shelby in a store. And, and they're just doing their job. But they come out, and they say, Hi, we're glad you're here. How can I help you? Just looking. Which is a nice way of saying, leave me alone. <laughs> well, what size are you looking for? Are, are you deaf? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what I want to say. You know, because I'm like, hey, you know, I, I think we need to love people and be friendly and be kind. But when you, but leave me alone. <laughs> Shopping. Well, what, what kind of thing are you looking for? And, and it's like, I'll know it. And, and, and you know what? He kind of has that thing going. He's like, uh, I'm going to know it when I see it. It's like as many as are led by the Spirit of God. See, I think that God's using different issues, calamities, blow-ups, chaos, as an opportunity to develop our inner ear so we can hear him. And a lot of times the thing that we think is the problem isn't. That's just a spiritual weight machine. And you, 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 you think that this is the problem. No, no, no. No, no. you're just learning to listen. And, and, and the closer you get to destiny, the, the, the closer you get to, to, to breakthrough, the closer you get to, to you know, revelation, uh, the more dedication it requires for you to just listen. And, you know, when, when, when you live a life of dedication... You know, uh, consecration, I'm, I'm going to consecrate myself to God. I'm going to separate myself to God. Well, oh, wait, what? When, when there's dedication, it'll always demand separation. It, 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 it'll always, the closer you get to your destiny, the more, like Abraham, you have to release your history. Well, let me say that again. The closer you get to your destiny, the more you have to release your history. And remember what he says to the guys, hey, you guys stay here with the ass. The lad and I go yonder to worship, and we'll come back again. Not everybody can go with you. Frankly, there's some people you just need to say, peace. Because not everybody, why? Because they will not shut up. And you got to stop listening to those voices. Man, there's a point where it's like, like, like this thing that God's doing, it's, it's going to pull you away. And, and isn't it interesting that, that uh, uh, you know, at the beginning, Abraham, you know, loaded up the ass. So the thing that carried him, the thing that carried him, he had to separate himself from. See, and there, there's people that you think that have carried you, and it's like, hey, God, God will even separate you from that. He'll separate you from your friends. He'll separate you from, from your support. He'll separate you. Why? So that he can get you uh, isolated to a point where you can hear him, and there ain't no other voices. Man, he, he, he needs you to, to you, you know, like fine-tune this ear and, and, and just, you know, 
get to a place where he can talk. Because he'll speak to you in those moments where he has you alone in the cave, in the prison, by yourself. You know, and you know that as they're climbing up that hill, and it's just him and the boy, which Josephus says that uh, Isaac was of uh, the age to, uh, to rebel. He, he, he was, it was not like he was a little boy. He was old enough to resist, but he didn't. He was obedient unto death. He's a type and a picture of Christ. And he was obedient unto death. And, but you know he's asking questions, you know, as, as, they, as they head up that hill. Because, you know, hey, I, I see the wood. I see the pan. I see the knife. You forgetting something, Dad? You know, because he is getting older. I think you're forgetting something. Just, just walk with me, son. The Lord himself will provide us a lamb. The Lord himself. You know, it's kind of like saying, I can't worry about provision when destiny is calling me. Abraham, he knows the sacrificial process. He stacks the wood up and gets it ready. And he ties his son out and gets him ready. He gets the basin out to collect the blood. And he gets the knife in his hand. And he gets ready to raise that blade. What's he doing? He, he's just simply operating off of past revelation. He's just walking in the last thing he heard God say. And, and there's a point here, and I want you really to get it, that if you only live off of what God has said, and you can't discern what he is saying, you will slay your future. If you're just in that book and this is what he said, if you can't hear him saying, you're going to kill your future. Well, God's not speaking anymore. No hope there. There ain't no future there. And right in the middle of it, think about it, right in the middle of it, God speaks out and, you know, Abraham raises the knife and God's, stop. I never wanted your son's blood in the first place. I mean, it's, I'm pure. It ain't going to work. My son, on the other hand, he's got this covered. Well, then why did you put me through all of this if you didn't want my son? No, I didn't want your son. I wanted your ear. So you think it's all about the junk you're dealing with. No. It's about the stuff you're listening to. It's about the voices that are actually directing your steps. It, 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 it's about, it's about the, the path that, that, that lie and deception has pulled you onto. And God said, you know, I'd kind of like to walk you out of here. Because you need to remember that what you're walking through has nothing to do with what you're walking to. This is just an exercise that God's using Develop your inner ear. Get you strong. So that he has the ability to write in the middle of what you're doing. 
to interrupt you. See, he needs the ability to say, to just stop, whoa, and you will listen. Heed his voice. You see, what Abraham didn't know is that as he was climbing that mountain, you and I know it because we've read it and heard it so many times, but as he was climbing up that mountain, that ram was coming up the other side. And as he was going up, struggling, I'm sure, in his mind on how to deal with the problem, the solution was on a collision course with him. And I'm here tonight to tell you, and, and, and I, wanna, I just want to I, I, I take the opportunity to share with some of you that are dealing with chaos in your family or you're struggling in your business or, or the finances are tight, that, that as you continue to climb, the answer's climbing the other side. And that when you get to the spot that God's called you to, the solution's going to be waiting on you. And provision, provision, man, it, it's up there. But you want to know what's weird is think about if Abraham at the bottom of the hill, when God said, okay, there it is, go up it. And if Abraham would have thought to himself, you know what, God? This is just a little much. I think you're insane. I think you're crazy to ask this much of me. We're going home. He would have never known the provision of God. It's on this mountain that where we get to, you know, there's a revelation. He reveals himself as Jehovah Jireh. See, a lot of us are wanting God to give us great provision. But we want him to bring it to us. And he wants to walk us to it. He, 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 he wants to have the, the uh, incredible opportunity as your friend to let you know that provision is waiting on you, that is coming your way, that somewhere between now and then, he's going to speak to you. You're going to hear his voice, and it's going to not change a couple things. It's going to change everything. And the thing that has your mind in such upheaval isn't the issue you need to worry about. I just need to hear him. I just need to hear him. I just need I just need to listen. I just need to separate. You know what? Some of you guys are at a place right now where what you need to do, you need to separate some. You need to turn some other stuff off. You, you just need to get alone with God. You just need to find the place and say, okay, God. You know, uh, what others call sacrifice, Abraham called it worship. I'll just come worship you. I'll get in your presence. Because I, I, I need a now word. I need a now word. And the thing that you thought was going to rip your guts out and kill you, you'll find out that God all along was not impressed with your problem. He just wanted to visit with the one he loves. Just got to hear his voice. I want you to close your book and bow your head because he's talking to some of you right now. He's talking to you. He's calling to you. Walk with me. You're on your own path. You're on your own journey. You're on your own trail. And, and, and you got a God who's saying, you know what? 
I need to call you to myself. I need to, I need to call you to myself, but you got to hear me. You got to you, you got to you got to silence the other voices so that you can hear me. And he's just calling to you right now. So we're all going to pray a prayer together. And if you're in this place tonight, say, you know what? It's time for me. It's time for me to, to, to get on his path. I'm ready to do life his way. I'm loving God. I want to live called. I want his will in my life. So I'm going to walk. I'm going to let him talk. And he's saying, come to me. So I'm going to make this prayer my prayer. Well, nobody's looking around. If that's you and you're here tonight, say, you know what? I'm going to make this prayer my prayer. Just right where you are, just hold your hand up real high so I can see it. It's awesome. Thank you. 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 You can put them down. Anybody else? Yeah. This is my night. It's time for me to listen to his voice, to quit looking at situations and, and, and worrying about outcomes. I just need to hear him. So I'm going to respond to this call. When everybody in this place, just pray this with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I know I need your love. I need your forgiveness. I need your acceptance. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give God one more big praise. Big praise.